Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, what's going on, people? Welcome to Strange Talk with Doc. I am your host, Doc. And I like to start off, as you know, each and every time talking about my subject matter. Before I get into sports, news, politics, RIPs, what's going on in the world, that type of thing. I'm not a clickbaiter. I'm not one of those people that's trying to draw you in for for no reason. I have a point to make and I'm going to make it and I'm going to make it right now. And it's simple, real talk. I'm not your nigga. And if you're sensitive, you need to fast forward five minutes from now to I get off of this topic because I'm going to hit on this topic right now. I ain't nobody's nigga. Uh, my, let's start off with the word my, my state's ownership. So you don't own me. Nobody owns me. So they don't have to re- write to refer to me as my anything other than my wife saying that that's my husband or a child saying that's my father or that's my relative. But no, my does not involve me because that, like I said, states ownership. And I don't allow anybody to claim ownership of me in any way, shape or form. I find the word nigga to probably be the most offensive word in the whole English language. It is super offensive. It is offensive to me, spoken by a white person. It is super offensive if it is sent towards me by a fellow black person. It's an insult. It's a contemptuous term. It's offensive. Sometimes I understand that people, especially black people, (coughs) excuse me, don't always intend it to be as an offensive term. But in my lifetime, when you throw words after nigga around, okay, I understand my nigga, but if it's said in an aggressive manner, then it's an insult. Little nigga, fat nigga, yellow nigga, stupid nigga, dumb nigga, broke nigga. Those are offensive fucking terms. There has to be another way, shape, or form that you can use a word without using nigga. You can call somebody anything. You you know what? Here's something refreshing. You can call another black man by his fucking name. Have you ever thought about that? Maybe using his title, his name, his nickname, his government name, anything. And the reason that I'm even speaking on this is this fucking clubhouse app which i find to be appalling i have not seen anything positive as far as clubhouse as of yet and maybe there are some super positive rooms and maybe you can turn me on to one but most of these rooms are offensive there's no civility 
It's just arguing back and forth, people slandering each other's name, grown-ass men debating on who has how much money and what money, how much time I spent in the thing. I could walk the yard, and this motherfucker couldn't walk the yard. It's all trivial bullshit. Now, I understand that old things go out of favor, and then they become popular again. Because this is a fucked up version of a chat room from the 1980s and late 70s or mid 90s, whenever the fuck chat rooms was around. And Clubhouse, somebody's getting paid, but these conversations are being taped. And who says that everybody is signing some kind of waiver? Maybe when you sign up for Clubhouse, you sign a waiver that you can be taped and that these things can be used on social media websites. Because think about it. A lot of people are sitting on there arguing. Grown-ass men are arguing all day, which makes us look bad. Then somebody is smart enough to now use these arguments to pump up their viewership on their site. You're not getting monetized, but you allow somebody to be monetized off of your beef. And why would you publicly state your beef with people on a fucking phone app where the United States government can tap in. Now, next week, I am going to do a whole nother show. And that show is going to revolve around my life. Legally being dangerous. And how the fucking federal government, because I know a little bit about the federal government. I'm not going to go into details of myself and my dealings with the federal government. But if you were from New York City, you would know you would know what MDC is. You would know what 500 Pearl Street is. I had access to 500 Pearl Street on a daily basis. I could enter, leave that building without being checked. My ID was such that I didn't even have to go through a check. And this is after 9-11. I could walk through the gates, show my ID. And that's all I'm going to give you. I knew the floors, every judge in the building. I spent more time at MDC dropping off fucking commissary, picking up people's legal documents, uh, setting up phone calls between parents and children, husbands and wives, uh, putting money on people's books, delivering clothes to fucking inmates. So, I'm not going to tell you who I am, but you make a fucking decision on your own of what that is. And these people are playing with fire. That Clubhouse app is playing with fire. There are people on there who are incriminating themselves, don't even realize they really are incriminating themselves because in their sick-ass minds, they think they know the law. They don't know the law. I have forgotten more law than most of the people who are sitting there know. Because a fool has a client, is their own client. And a lot of these guys are sitting there and they're spouting off of the mouth. They're ratting on each other. They're talking about paperwork. I mean, it's a lot of nonsense going on. It's not a good look. Fuck Clubhouse app, period, point blank. I don't want nothing else to do with it. I'm never going back on there until somebody can show me something. And I'm not one of those pro kumbaya red black and green black men but i am woke enough to know that the negativity that this thing breeds because if i was a young white kid who hated black people this would be like my favorite show 
I would go there just to listen to these crazy motherfuckers talk shit all day because it's like a TV show on radio. A lot of Amos and Andy's running around. I'm the baddest this, I'm the baddest that, blah, blah, blah. Now, I'm off that subject, but the real deal is don't be nobody's nigga. Don't allow nobody to treat you like a nigga. Don't allow nobody to refer to you as a nigga. Give them your name. When they make that mistake, you cut it short. You say, hey, listen, that ain't me, dude. I don't know what the fuck you talking about. And I ain't the toughest man alive, but I ain't nobody's pussy. And I'm not trying to use no cliches from Tupac or anything like that. But you don't have to accept disrespect. And you allow somebody to disrespect you when they use those type of terms to refer to you. You know, you have a name. You might have built a name. Let that name ring bells. Not nigga. Oh, my nigga. Little nigga. Who the fuck is that? Really? This is a term that was used by slave masters to denigrate a people. And we are 400 years later using it to denigrate ourselves. Now, if we can't even come to the agreement that we can call each other better terms, then how the fuck are we going to ever build anything in this country, in this world, in this universe? So this week, we lost Don Maynard. He was the wide receiver, Hall of Famer for the New York Jets, one of the best players who ever played for the Jets. He died at the age of 86. Robert Durst, the real estate here, convicted of murder, died at the age of 78. What a piece of shit. He had everything handed to him on a silver platter, and he still had evil in his heart enough to murder. I want to give a RIP to Miss Diamond Alvarez. She was shot 22 times in Houston, Texas. She was a 15-year-old girl. 22 times, people. What the fuck are they doing in Houston? Really? I mean, anybody going to make this right? Ronnie Spector, the front woman for the Rondelettes, who sang Be My Baby and Walking in the Rain, died at the age of 78. Phil Spector, ex-husband, the lunatic that was in jail for murder, he died sometime last year. Chris Dickerson, the very first black Mr. America and also Mr. Olympia 1982, died at the age of 82. Joe B. Hall, who led Kentucky to the 1978 NCAA men's basketball title at three time, three final fours and NIT championship in 1976. He died at the age of 93. When I was growing up, Joe B. Hall was the dude in Kentucky. You had the dude in North Carolina. This is before Coach K. You had the old dude in UCLA. That's how far back I go. Rosalie Hawkins, who was with the group, the Dixie Cups, and they had a song called Chapel of Love. Everybody's heard Chapel of Love. And we're going to get married and going to the chapel. She died at the age of 76. COVID-19 is up to 67 million cases in America. 874 people have died. And supposedly, in some shape, form, or another, we have 523 million people vaccinated. I can't confirm that number is correct, but these are the numbers that are out there. 
Worldwide, we have 329 cases of COVID and 5.6 million people have died. The airline industry is in a complete and utter mess. Uh, United Airlines had 3,000 employees test positive for COVID-19. There was a shitload of flights canceled this weekend due to COVID, due to also bad weather nationwide. This dude, David Bennett, received the very first genetically modified pig heart transplant. Uh, He was too ill to actually get a human organ, but for some way or another, the pig heart actually worked for him. So this is a marvel in medicine. I wonder how people who have religious beliefs, Jews, Muslims, fiber centers, and such, who don't believe in pig, would they actually risk their lives not to live because a pig heart was going to be implanted? That's an interesting question for another time. We had a hostage situation in Colville, Texas. This fucking lunatic Malik Akram, 44-year-old dude, he held some people hostage in a synagogue for 10 hours. They had to finally kill him. This Prince Andrews, the Duke of York, was stripped of all of his titles, his military title, his royal patronage. Uh, the queen decided to get rid of him. He's caught up in this uh, Epstein bullshit. And that's on him. I hope he, he suffers. Pedophiles are the lowest of the low. There's so many young ladies out there in the world. There's so many grown adult women. And some of them look young. I mean, you can go with a legally girl who looks young if that's your thing. But a kid should never, we should never, anybody should never look at a child as a sexual object. There is nothing sexual about children. They should be considered innocent. You should help them. You should... Go out of your way to protect them, but to never harm them, especially damage their brains forever in sexual activity. So I listened to Nas's Magic CD, and I'm going to give that a big thumbs up. I also listened to the Counting Crow CD called Butter Miracle Sweet. I'm going to give that a huge thumbs down. The Offspring had a CD said, let the bad times roll. I'm giving that a thumbs up. Yellow Wolf and DJ Paul had a CD called Slum Mafia. I'm going to give that a thumbs up. But Yellow Wolf and DJ Muggs had a CD called Mile Zero, and I'm giving that a huge thumbs down. I watched some TV this weekend. SWAT was good. It dealt with setting up a mental health advocate. Instead of sending the police out to talk to you, they want to send mental health advocates to your home to maybe defuse the situation. I understand it's a TV show and I understand it's a cop show and they want to make themselves look good. I mean, but the idea, I can live with the idea. The equalizer was good. Harry is finally set free. Harry can roam around the cabin. He doesn't have to live in that damn basement with just the computers doing nothing but hiding for the rest of his life. He's free. So I'm glad that storyline has been cleaned up. This is us. Nikki's future wife was revealed. 
Deja lost her virginity. Law and order organized crimes is a fucking mess. I want to love this show so bad, but it's so hard to do so because they got Stabler running around like a fucking lunatic. They got uh, this Dylan McDermott. We got to deal with him for another season, even though we thought we got rid of him. Him and his wife, I mean, they're fucking with this guy. I mean, and they're messing with him and some hacker. So it's a convoluted story. Law and Order, SVU, decides that a 10-year-old boy, Noah, Vincent's son, should come out as bisexual. I thought it was unnecessary. I I don't think of 10-year-olds as any sexuality at all. Bisexual, heterosexual, anything. Not at 10 years old. And I think it's unnecessary to try to plug into holes and hit buttons for no apparent reason. Hard Knocks in season, the Indianapolis Colts finale was this week. And it was ridiculous because they really didn't go into the pain and suffering that these players probably dealt with, the embarrassment that they also felt for losing to the Jacksonville Jaguars and blowing the playoffs. Family God dealt with the Oedipus Complex. Peter had some kind of accident that left him with a high-pitched voice. So Jesus was helping him. Uh, against choir boys who wanted to beat him up. I mean, because he had this really high soprano voice because his nuts got hurt. But Stewie, once again, I don't know what is going on with this guy. This is like the third time that Stewie has fell in love with his mother in a sexual manner because of her masculine physique. She started doing Peloton biking and got jacked. I tried to watch The Wheel of Time. I couldn't make it through 10 minutes. So that's a failure for me. The last OG is complete and utter garbage, and I could not watch that either. So I'm done with that. I tried to also watch the tragedy of Macbeth. Why did I think in my mind the tragedy of Macbeth would be done in modern English? This is spoken in old English, which I don't understand. I'm not ashamed to tell you that I do not understand it. So I had to bail on Denzel and I had to bail on the tragedy of Macbeth. There's a new show out there with John Cena called Peacemaker. For those of you who do not know, if you want to give it a shot. Congratulations to the Georgia Bulldogs for beating Alabama for the national championship 33 to 18. And Nilka Novak Djokovic, the number one player tennis player in the world was deported from Australia after he had his visa canceled by the Australian immigrations minister. He was formally deported yesterday and he is banned from Australia for the next three years. This is a man who's at the height of privilege, who doesn't give a fuck about anything. He does not care about the rules and regulations that normal people must abide to. He is a liar. He thinks he's above everybody else. And all the tennis players who backed his play and stand for him, they're fucking fools. I don't care for Serena who it is because this dude lied. He lied on his immigration papers. You know what? He didn't deserve to be there. And one fucking more tournament, some more money to tarnish your reputation does not make sense. 
UFC had a fight night. Giga Chizkade versus Calvin Cater, which was a great fight, a bloody fight. Uh, Caitlin Kukjin versus Jennifer Meyer was a very good fight. This was the first fight card of the year. There wasn't a lot of uh, knockouts. There was a lot of decisions. But we have another card coming up this weekend. UFC 270. Francis Ngannou is fighting Cyril Ghosn. That should be a bond burner. Brandon Moreno is fighting Davison Figueroa. This is a rematch. The last time they fought, they got down. So I'm expecting nothing less but the same. Janet Canavia is fighting Derek Brunson. Greg Hardy, who I actually thought was out of the UFC, but apparently I'm wrong, is fighting Serge Spivak. So I'm looking forward to this card very much. It's a pay-per-view card. It's for the heavyweight championship, so it should be good. I like to give you the NBA best games of the week, which I consider to be the best games of the week. Tonight, we got the Hornets versus the Knicks. The Jazz are also playing the Lakers. There are no good games I consider Tuesday. Wednesday, we got the Grizzlies versus the Bucks. The Clippers versus the Nuggets. Thursday, we got the Suns versus the Mavericks. Friday, we got the Clippers versus the 76ers. The Bulls are taking on the Bucks. The Grizzlies are taking on the Nuggets. Sunday, you got the Lakers versus the Heat, the Jazz versus the Warriors, and the Clippers versus the Knicks. There were a lot of coach firings last week. Brian Flores was fired by the Dolphins. Matt Nagy was fired by the Bears. Mike Zimmer was fired by the Vikings. And by the way, I didn't think Brian Flores deserved to be fired by the Dolphins. I thought that each year he has them at a point where they have a long streak of winning, but he needed to get them out of the gate competitive. That he did not do, but he ended the season fantastic with this team. Vic Fangio was fired by the Denver Broncos. Joe Judge, after waiting a couple of days, the New York Giants finally pulled the plug on Joe Judge, who's an imbecile and an idiot. David Carley was fired by the Houston Texans. I would like to announce, but I can't because it has not happened, that uh, Mike McCarthy was also fired by the Cowboys. Is my dream, but it did not happen, but a man can dream. NFL released their all-pro teams. If you're watching this on YouTube, you could just pause. I have a picture of all the players from the all-pro teams, but I'm not going to announce them here. There's too many guys. I'm not going to announce 25 guys. Now, the playoffs started, and the Raiders took on the Cincinnati Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals won their first playoff game in 31 years. Joe Barrow threw two touchdown passes in the first half, and the Bengals' defense held the Raiders to field goals in the second half, and they beat them 26-19. Good for you, Cincinnati. I like this team a lot. I think they're a good young team. I see a bright future for them. The New England Patriots played the Buffalo Bills in the frigid cold, and Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills proceeded to score seven straight times. They scored every time they had the ball, but the last possession 
when they finally took a knee and they beat the Patriots 47-17. This is the worst loss of Bill Belichick's career with the New England Patriots. Josh Allen went crazy, people. 21 for 25, 308 yards, five touchdowns, and zero interceptions. Now, before I get into the Philadelphia Philadelphia Eagles and Tampa Bay Buccaneers game, I'm going to say that Brian Arians popped Andrew Adams in the head when they were in some kind of scrummage on the field between the Bucks players and the Eagles players, and he had no motherfucking bright to ever lay his hands on a player. Now, A.B. stated that he does stupid shit like this. He did this for the nation to watch. Not only that, he sent in three guys who we've seen clearly get hurt in the game, but he had them return to the game. He never removed Brady from this game, even though it was a blowout. Like I said, the Bucs won this game 31-15, to but the score does not do justice to how lopsided this game was. There was a point in this game where the Eagles had no points at all. It was something like 28 to zip, and you was thinking that he would take Brady out, but no, he didn't. San Francisco 49ers went into Dallas and beat the Cowboys 23 to 17. No excuses. I'm not going to blame the referees for shit. The Cowboys stunk. The offense never got moving. Kellen Moore called the shitty game. He called a horrible run play for Dak at the end of the game. Mike McCarthy's over his head. If Jimmy Jones really wants to win, he will clean house. He will clean house. He will cut the fat. Uh, Quinn is no good as a defensive coordinator. He leaves this guy brown, even though I know he got an interception, but it was a lucky interception because Garofalo overthrew his receiver. It's not like he made a play. He just happened to be in the right place at the right time. But they need to get rid of the offensive coordinator, the defensive coordinator, and the head coach if Jimmy really wants to win. If not, then he's bullshitting us Cowboy fans. The Pittsburgh Steelers with Ben Roethlisberger definitely playing his last game as a Steeler, but maybe even the last game of his career, Lost to the Kansas City Chiefs, 42-21. Mahomes went 30 for 39, 404 yards, five touchdowns, and one interception. Tonight, we got the Arizona Cardinals are going to be playing the Los Angeles Rams. I'm actually going to pick the Cardinals to win this game. Next weekend, we have the divisional playoff games. The Cincinnati Bengals are going to be playing the Tennessee Titans in Tennessee. I am picking Tennessee to beat the Bengals. The San Francisco 49ers are going into Green Bay to play the Packers. I have to stick with the Packers. I don't like the Packers, but I love a miracle, but I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think Debo alone and Kittles and Garofalo can stop that machine. A machine that's actually even got a chance to rest. Tampa Bay is going to either play the Rams or the Cardinals at home next weekend. I'm hoping it's the Cardinals. And if it's the Cardinals versus the Bucks, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. If it's the Rams versus the Bucks, I'm going with the Bucks. The Buffalo Bills are going to be playing the Kansas City Chiefs. 
I really think that I'm going to enjoy this game one way or another. I think it'll be a barn burner. I like Allen. Mahomes is awesome. Both of these offenses are very good. I think the Bills' defense is better. Even in Kansas City, with the weather, potentially, I don't care. I'm going with the Bills to beat the Chiefs in Kansas City. Uh, Josh Allen moves on. Like I said, next week's show is going to deal with my life as being a one-man army. Legally dangerous guns, golf, drums, and podcasting. Now, I spoke about this earlier, but I don't know if it got cut off or not. You know, and the real talk is I'm not your nigga. I'm never going to be anybody's nigga. It's an offensive term. I don't see the love in it. I don't see how two people come to agreement that I'm going to call you the most offensive word in the whole fucking language, and you're going to take that as a form of love. Okay, my, like I stated before, mine states ownership. My nigga. That means you are personally his insulting term. Like he owns or she owns you. I understand that we use it amongst each other as a form of love, but I don't take it as a form of love. I think that once you call anybody something nigga, that the syllability goes out the window. Because civility is when two people are being civil to one another. But how I'm going to call you fat nigga, stupid nigga, dumb nigga, broke nigga, and I am being civil to you. No, I'm being hostile to you. This is a word that shows hostility, even when it's spoke amongst the people of the same race. You don't see Jewish people calling each other my K or Hispanics using the S word between each other. No, because they don't. They're more intelligent enough not to do foolishness. And fucking Clubhouse app is a place that perpetuates this kind of talk. Please, if somebody knows someplace on Clubhouse where people talk back and forth in a civil, respectable manner, where they don't out each other, they don't say vile things to each other constantly, which I don't understand. Why people in chat rooms in 2022? We have nothing better to do. There's no there's no skill that you can learn. There's no, your body's in perfect shape. Your home is all together. There's no language you can learn. There's, there's, there's no time that you could spend with your children. I mean, this is, you could be using this time to do something positive, to learn something new. We don't all know it all. I love studying, and that's going to be a part of why I consider myself a one-man army, legally dangerous. I deal with guns, golf, drum, and podcasts. And there's a lot of study goes into these things. And I'm going to get into that next week. I'm going to leave that alone for now. But a lot of study goes into learning each one of those things that I am into. You can't just pick it up, run with it, and think you're good. No, you got to study. Okay, is it good that they're becoming computer savvy, fucking around with apps. Yes. But for the most part, most of these conversations sound horrible because it's phone to phone. You got people talking over each other. And if they don't respect you or know your name, they block you in these rooms. Uh, The activity there is childish. It's outlandish. It's allowing some people to profit and a lot of people to be used. And I think it's foolish for those who allow themselves to be used 
to allow this to continue because somebody's being monetized and is it you if you're not that person being monetized think about it people steal these conversations they download these conversations from the apps by just sitting in a room and then they post it to their website where they're getting the 50 60 70 thousand views what are you getting you get an aggravation you get an aggravation you're talking shit you're wasting time you're not making any money while you're doing that what you're doing is giving yourself a fucking headache because somebody's getting under your skin and you allowing somebody to get under your skin when you don't even have to deal with said person well i'm going to tell you like i tell you each and every time people i'll be back next monday and peace to you and peace to yours with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.